Greetings, listener. Please enjoy the unintelligible ramblings of your favorite dynamic trio, Arva, Farah, and Westy, as they discuss the topic of pre-orders and special editions. Welcome to The Unintelligibles. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of The Unintelligibles. I am your host for this week, The Farah, The Bad, joined by my lovely co-hosts, Arva and Westy. Hello. Hello. This is the uh, not-anniversary episode. I would have liked to host the anniversary episode, but I guess Arva did a good enough job. <laughs> Oopsies. I didn't even know it was the anniversary. Oops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> happy uh february yeah i don't know what you guys but my, uh january felt like it was like a really long month it's it was weird for it's... me it was slow i think because i was away for training and it just made it drag on mm. mine was both slow and fast because at the start yeah. of january it was like the slowest fucking month. Like the I had two months worth of time in first I want to say two or three weeks of January. And then the last week or so it's it's gone. Like yeah, that was one day. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say is January was like both a very fast and slow month, but also just like a stupid, annoying month, and there was so much shit that happened in January. I feel like that was a whole year in itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in 2025 now already. Right, like we already we've already hit the new year again. Yeah. On that note, how was your guys' week? Mine was okay. I got to go get fondue yesterday and oh my god. So good, but so filling. Oh. We were accidentally like the last people there after close. <laughs> Cuz like the servers are just staring at you, like, get out. Like, they really like fondue shit. Well, we got there at 9. We didn't leave till 11. So Damn. It, it's like, it wasn't just fondue. It was like, okay. I, I don't remember what the special was. We got, like, a special. And it was four of us. So we got two things of fondue. One was, like, a Wisconsin cheddar blend. The other was a really good Italian pesto. Ate that, just like some veggies and bread. Then they brought out a skillet and brought us like three different types of steak and vegetables like zucchini, mushroom, Ooh. asparagus, uh, little things like that just to cook it on the skillet. We're sitting there cooking on the skillet. Um, steak was pretty good. I definitely had better steak. It was just one of those ones like, all right, it's okay. And then right after they brought us the best dessert, which was one of them was chocolate and peanut butter. The other was s'mores. It was chocolate, marshmallow, and graham cracker. But mm. it was really cool. Picture in the chat here. Because they lit it on fire to toast everything before stirring it in. Uh, oh, my God. That looks so good. That oh looks my really God. good. I want that right now. And they gave us, it was a cookie, a brownie, two things of pound cake, two uh, Rice Krispie squares and then two Belgian waffles to dip it in. 
Oh my Shit. god. I don't blame you for staying there until 11. Oh my god. Yeah, and you can see the platter in the background. Also, I have like strawberries, bananas, there's pineapple on there. I could yeah. pineapple, but you know. I would just become comatose after that. So, <laughs> yeah. we had like a four course meal. Because we also, oh, I also had a salad. It was like a cherry blossom salad. So, there was dried cherries with a raspberry vinaigrette. And my fucking drink was just like blackberry lemonade with sage and it was oh one of the tastiest God. things i've ever drank in my that whole life so good that does sound really good Ooh, it looks good too like it was even non-alcoholic like the steak was kind of mad but the cheese pool look at this cheese pool this was a tomato oh my oh god oh my god and apples and cheese i've learned is actually really fucking good yeah, yeah. Well, there's they're often on charcuterie boards together like mm. i never put it two and two together to like dip it in cheese like a little slice of cheese the apples like okay that's that's okay but this was a different level holy shit that looks really good oh my god oh my god looks so tasty i'm jealous i'm very jealous just... i'm very jealous oh my god you made me crave sweets well, talking yeah. about it. <laughs> it's kind of funny because we've also started going to the gym on Fridays because I'm not as active as I used to be in this new job as I was in my old ones. I'm like, I we gotta do I gotta do something to, like keep going. So we go to the gym on Fridays and like run on a treadmill and I push myself a little hard in that treadmill, almost passed out. Oh my god. <laughs> I I have a goal. I got. I gotta like lose a certain amount of calories every visit to make it worth it. Mm. But, That's fair. But yeah, so that was kind of like the. All right, we did really good. We were already going, so we might as well just get the full course and see what it's about. You know, what? Yeah. hang on. I'll send the rest Why of the not? picture. I'll, I'll keep making you jealous. Oh. Uh. Arvid can talk about his like probably really bad week while we watched it sends all these. <laughs> I know. I was pictures. like, I didn't even have a bad week this week, but now my week is shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, I, I didn't do much this week. The norm, honestly, I've just been like trying to fix my sleep schedule slowly. So like, I'm Bullshit. way more tired than well, I usually you am. You will because never I'm fix your sleep schedule. Like no, it's been like kind of fixed. Um, I go to sleep at like four or five a.m. instead of like six, seven a.m. So it's like an hour. That to is two not hours fixed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I stream until three a.m. most nights, so I can't fix it too much. Otherwise, then I can't really stream. So I'm in a I'm in a Just predicament. Stream earlier. Uh, I could, but I like streaming late at night. Oh my God. It's yeah, I'm fucked, but I've been trying to fix it. So like moving, moving a bit like I wake up earlier. Also, I give myself like six hours of sleep because if I sleep any more than six, I get really tired. So I've been waking up around like 11, 12 to maybe sometimes 1 p.m. Sometimes I try to wake up at 12 p.m., but sometimes I sleep until one. Um, so I've just been tired. Uh, I haven't done much. I drank with friends last night and played Apex which is the worst decision of my entire life. Oh my god! I, I like Apex. Hate Apex. Oh, I never played it, but I, I would like Apex better like if I'm game. sober. A <laughs> I feel like Apex is like the battle royale one that's more fun with friends when you don't actually care. 
Because you can be real fucking petty in Apex. Like, I'm not going to win, but neither are you, yeah. motherfucker. That speaks to me on a personal level. I had good friends to play with. The only problem is they were both, like... They're both very good Apex players. One of them is literally friends with, like, no joke, some of the best players in the world. <laughs> and so they were just dragging me through their fucking lobbies of, like, the highest ranked bitch ever. <laughs> just sweat. They're like, I'm so sorry. Here, I'll get on my alt. And their alt is, like, even higher than their main account. I'm like, this is so lovely. I can barely play this game at my level. Also, I was level 34. They were, like, level 500. <laughs> oh, my God. I know level doesn't mean everything, but, like holy shit i was getting my ass wiped and i was so drunk that i was like i don't even know what's fucking going on <laughs> um i'm also a valorant player which is gross but like they're completely different like play styles valorant is like csgo very slow push stands more still and like aim for headshots whereas apex is like run around and just pray that bullets hit the fucking enemy yeah. yeah, that's why I love Fortnite. You just run around. I love Fortnite. Around. It's so much fun to just fuck around and with friends. Yeah, Fortnite's really fun. But yeah, I had an okay time. Like, I don't I don't hate, hate Apex, but I do not enjoy Apex when I'm drunk and playing with, like, high-ranked people. That was an experience. Oh, my God. I Besides also that, not much else. Just kind of sleep and work on I art feel and that. stream and sleep and work on art and eat uh actually I, no uh, i forgot what i was about to say hang on <laughs> oh that was it the pictures ha huh? look how they delicious look that was so good yeah i've been looking at them the whole time i, I did i yeah i don't like apex i had to apex. stop looking at them because they're making me hungry i know my stomach's like actually grumbling i'm gonna have to eat some food after this oh my god that was like the first time i actually went to a fondue pl place that had like real fun not just yeah no shit Here's a little bit of cheese in a pot. It's like, oh, it's just like one type of cheese because we had blends. Mmm. It looks so good. Man, now I need to find a fondue place near me. Shit, hopefully it's good. <laughs> if there is one, I don't know if there is. There's not one near me. Fondue. I'll say, yeah, if you haven't. Near me. I, I don't know if you haven't had fondue because it's one of those things I never went out of my way to get and it's definitely one of those things you have to go out of your way to get. It's so yeah. fucking good. Like, there's not just a casual fondue option at places. No, you gotta have to, like, commit to it. Yeah. That's gotta be your night. Oh, there's some. Oh, Are shit. Any... Are they good, though? I don't know. I don't even know if this oh. place was... Oh, shit, in the seasoning? You can actually buy their specific seasoning because it's garlic and wine. They actually, oh. like, put wine solids in there with the ground garlic, and it's like... It was the best seasoning I've had. Steak. Yeah, that sounds really good. Oh my god. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm so hungry now. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh god. Why can't we download food? I want to download all this food so bad. I want to 3D print it and eat it. I mean, soon. Soon. They have food 3D soon. printers. They gotta hurry up with it. Please. I didn't do shit this weekend. <laughs> I I work. Yeah. I uh, still can't do anything at my job, really, because I need to uh, do more training at the end of the month. So I'm kind of just like sitting and I'm just like 
twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn to do this now versus yeah, Leslie, now you. Literally. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bruh, I just want to start doing the thing that I was hired to do, but I can't yet. I know that feeling so well. Mm. Yeah, I've been there a few times in previous jobs. It's so like... It's so weird because usually you don't want to work, but when you go to work and you have nothing to do, you're like, oh, my fucking God, please, I want to work. <laughs> I will yeah. never, ever say this again, but please, I want to work so bad. It's just so it's just so awful when you have to sit there. And it's like, it's not even, yeah, same as Westy. Like, I can't have my phone on me. Can't just, like, walk around <sighs> and do whatever. Like, it's just awesome. Very cool. It's rough. Yeah. Well, this isn't segue Soon. to uh, oh. my topic, but we're going to talk about something we've never talked about before, ever. It's video games. Daring today, aren't we? That's, that's <laughs> uh. Specifically, I wanted to talk about um, pre-orders and collector's editions. I know this is a. I feel like people have really strong opinions about pre ordering stuff and then special editions of games. Arva and I were just talking. Uh, Westy, you had to leave right after we recorded last time. Arva and I were talking about the new Yakuza game that came out. Um, uh, Infinite it? Wealth. Infinite Wealth, yeah. Mm. The base version of the game, which. AAA games in Canada are usually about 90 bucks. Um, the base version of the game does not come with New Game Plus. You have to buy the premium edition of the game to get New Game Plus. Hmm. And that's something I've never seen before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a and, weird one. And I hope... It, I know it's Sega, so, like, they are pretty... Like, they love to just squeeze all the money out of you. As a an Atlas, like bootlicker i did pre-order this like super special edition of persona 3 reload (laughs) and spent way too much money on it but i'm part of the problem but oh my god i this company let's go back to persona 5 royal this game came out on i don't know when but it came out on playstation 4 uh many years ago uh, and then, not that many years ago, and then they wanted to port it to all other consoles. And normally when that happens, games are just like, hey, we're going to port it to, you know, PC, Xbox, whatever. And then they just do it. There's like a date, maybe, and then they do it. But Atlas was like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is special. So, you know, uh, it's. We you can pre-order the game, <laughs> and you can pre-order the special edition of the game, which I think was like a hundred and sixty dollars. It's called Persona Five Royal One More Time Special Edition or something like that, for a game that's been out for years. For a game that Persona Five Royal is essentially Persona Five, but they added extra content to it. So you paid ninety dollars for Persona Five. Then you paid $90 for Persona 5 Royal, which is the same game plus extras. Then if you want it on another console, oh, you can buy the special pre-order that's like $160. So now you can own the same game three times. 
That sounds awful, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I honestly, I do, I will say, I do appreciate that they said for, I think it was Strike, no, not Strikers. What was the new one that just came out? It was Persona 5, Tactica. Uh, and then I think Persona 3 Reload, I can't remember. They said that if you bought it, if you bought the digital version for PS4, it does carry over to PS5, which is nice. That is nice. That's rare. Oh, my God. Um, If you bought the physical edition of the game, they were talking about you can have like a discount if you ever were, if you bought it within a certain time for PS5. I don't know how they're gonna like they wanted to do that yeah how do you validate that i guess like account i no. let's see i don't know how do you that'd be a hard system to implement because i feel like people could scan that very easily yeah they're like oh i have i i own this it's really like their friend's copy or something the old school days we used to do it right it looks like the persona reload is just the same price you just have to buy it again but oh let's see i these are all persona 3 reload i wanted tactica i didn't know tactica was a game yeah it i feel like it didn't uh it wasn't as big of a the reason the thing is is they announced tactica and then like persona 3 reload pretty much immediately after so uh, no one cared about Tactica. Nobody yeah. cared. They were like, oh, Persona 3 Reload, let's go. So, okay, yeah. This is, it says, if you already own the PS4 version of the game, you can get the PS5 digital version at no extra cost. Okay, so that's good. Uh, PS4 game disc owners who do buy the PS5 digital edition disc-free console will not be able to get the PS5 version at no extra cost. Okay, so. Oh, okay. So if you have the disc, for if you have the PS4 physical copy of the game, and you buy the PS5 with no disc tray because you're a psycho, <laughs> uh, then you have to rebuy the game. Oh. But if you have the digital version, then you can just port it over for free, which I think is good because you know what game does not do that? <laughs> GTA. I think I have three copies of gta 5 i think i have it on xbox 360 xbox one and pc because they it was not backwards compatible yeah originally it might be now but it was not at the time i don't know i feel like more games should be if you own it on one platform you should be able to own it for no additional cost on a different platform or at least discounted. At least discounted. I know that the the console companies like Sony, Microsoft, and also Microsoft <laughs> and Nintendo get uh, a commission based on, you know, what which console you buy it on. But let's say Xbox and PC, for example, you can get a Game Pass, which allows you to have shared games on PC and Xbox, which is really mm-hmm. nice. Because Microsoft owns both. So why is it that if I buy a game on Xbox and that game is also available on PC through 
the Xbox app. Why do I have to buy it again? Doesn't Corporate make greed. Sense. Yeah, as much as that would be the dream, companies are fucking pigs and they want all the money they can get. It's yeah. the same reason for like Monster Hunter not being cross platform. Yeah. In most games lacking cross platform or like limiting their cross platforms to like cross p or cross like console platforms but no computer yeah so you're forced to buy it again i remember when cross platform was just starting to get introduced and it was a big thing Mm. and it was hard to do so it made sense at the time that lots of games weren't but now it's like I feel like it should be pretty standard, if especially for AAA games that have like entire teams like of hundreds of people working on the game. I understand if an indie game, you know, might be more difficult to create that kind of pl- cross platform. Mm-hmm. But for a AAA game, I don't not I don't see a reason for them not to have cross platform and not to have new game plus. It like confuses me when games don't have new game plus. If they're RPGs specifically. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of depends on the genre of the game to have a new game plus or some kind of like endless mode at the end. Kind of keep going. Yeah, games that have like a leveling system, it would make sense for them to have a new game plus because then you get to play through a second time and, you know, you can just like destroy everything because you're super high level now. But there are games that they don't have it or... I think the last, the last Yakuza game, Like a Dragon, I think didn't have New Game Plus on release, and then they patched it in later, and now they don't have New Game Plus on base game. You have to buy the premium edition of the game, and I hope that that, that does not become the standard because that's I hope not. Oh my ridiculous! God. A New Game Plus is not hard to put into a game like that, especially it's made by Sega literally multi-billion dollar company in the tiny little mom and pop company yeah the tiny little, little two indie person indie dev company right 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 do you guys pre-order your games at all yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Mm, it's mine's kind of weird because it really varies i will not pre-order anything if it's like pre-order now for you know some random bullshit like i don't really care about the in-game items i know that's going to be available in a separate purchase after release Mm. i want to see how the game does for the only time i will pre-order anything if it's from like very specific developers i know deliver good shit like um yeah let me look Elden Ring, I did pre-order Elden Ring because it's from software. I knew I was mm. going to. That that's just what I do. I think that's very valid. If it's a from soft game, I'm I'm gonna get it. Um And then the only other one was the Resident Evil 4 remake. Also very valid. I yeah. I knew I was already gonna get it, good or bad. That was just like that was the Resident Evil that was like my favorite back in the day on GameCube. I think the only reason I didn't pre-order it was because I hadn't I owned Resident Evil 4 like the original the remaster on PC and I had not played it yet 
And I didn't want to then buy the remake because I knew that I would just never play it. And I'm like, I paid for this game. I'm going to play the original and then I'll play the remake some other time. That's fair. That is fair. But since yeah, I generally don't pre-order, but I have because the topic is pre-orders and like deluxe editions, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to pre-order unless it's like those very specific circumstances where like I'm going to buy it anyway. It's from this company or it's this game. They already got my money. Might as well just subtract it now. I will get special editions if they are like intriguing, you know. I I don't care about the soundtracks. If it's like New me Game either. Plus, I know that's going to be something I can just get later. So let me see how I like the base game first before I grab that. Mm. Or but things like um, good one. That's a really good. One. I'm just gonna scroll down first one on the list that has one. Oh, Shadow of War, the old Middle Earth, the Middle Earth Shadow of War game. We like get the orc army kind of thing. I got the special edition of that just because it's like well yeah this has replayability i just kind of like fucking around that's worth it i do think special editions have gotten more extreme i think i remember pre-ordering um tomb raider the the newer quote-unquote because they came out a while ago now but the the trilogy of newer Tomb Raider games was very excited for and I pre-ordered all of them but the only pre-order bonus was like you got the steelbook version of the game and then they came with Mm -hmm. like bonus outfits pretty much but now I feel like it's like well like even with Persona 3 Reload I can't remember if that was the one that had three options for digital pre-order, I think it might that have. That makes sense. I think it has three options. Uh, uh, Infinite Wealth, I think, has four or five options. And like pre-orders now, it's like they give you like they give me you you a lot of stuff. Um, and which is nice, but at the same time, uh, it's so expensive. Yeah. I yeah, I feel like special editions are very hit or miss now because some of them are definitely more extreme, but at the same time, I feel like they just don't feel worth it anymore. Some of them, yeah. yeah. I used to be so interested in getting like the special edition because of, and they they weren't anything special back when like I was actually getting them because, like you said, they were like the the hard book cover or whatever, like the special special case for your CD with like I don't know some special. Maybe like a little booklet inside that talks about the development or something like something like that. And then like some bonus content in the game or like uh, something's changed, like a very small thing. But I used to love that. I was like, oh, my God, cool. Look at this. It's not the green Xbox 360 case. It's like this metal silver one. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It was like, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I have a few of those for some of my games and I just. That like was the thing back in the cool. day. It was like it was just steelbook editions. Like yeah. it was like you get the same game. Maybe it has a little bit of bonus DLC on it, but you get it in a steelbook, and everyone was yeah. so excited because at the time nobody bought digital. Really, everybody bought physical games. Yeah, that actually kept going till about I want to say twenty thirteen ish. Yeah. Yes, and now I literally can't even. 
get the so for Persona 3 Reload, if you want all the bonus content, which I'm sure I'm is available as a day one DLC, um, but I think if you pre-order it in advance, you do get a discount on like the overall cost of everything. Right. You have to get the digital version. The physical version doesn't come with the extra stuff. It comes with some of it, but not all of it. And I've seen that on more than one game. From mm-hmm. Atlas, but also other gaming companies where they are encouraging you to buy the digital version by giving you even more content if you purchase the digital version specifically. Unless you get like the super fancy expensive pre-order with like the figure in it, which I did because I'm a soy boy. But <laughs> most people, if you like physical copies of games, if you want that bonus content, you have to wait and hope that it's available as a day one DLC because if it's not, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. And I get it. It's because making digital copies of games is less expensive for the company. But at the same time, how much do you think they pay for a CD and a case? It's not that. It's the space they have to rent out in store. I guess so, yeah. And then that store gets a cut of that. Also, because you don't truly own digital, too. And I think companies really like that fact that, like... They can just take it away. They can from just you take it away. That's in the end, uh, end user license agreements. It all your digital media, everything. It just says you do not own any of this. There was that big it's, thing of, um, it's not really game related, but Amazon did it with their books on Kindle, where you buy a Kindle book at like full price. Say like you paid twenty bucks for a brand new book. You're you're a book nerd. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing of, well, you don't own it, so when the author had like a falling out with whatever, they just took the book away, and you didn't get your money back, because they said, well, you didn't really own it, you're just renting it. Right. So a lot of people lost their fucking books and access to their libraries because of that. And games are the same way. At any point, Steam can just be like, no, and take all your shit away, and there's nothing you can do. They're just gone. Yeah. Yeah, if you really want to keep all your Steam games, uh, you can put them on a USB. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> steal them yeah um but i it's crazy a lot of new games you actually don't like the disc doesn't actually contain the game <laughs> at no. all the disc yeah. is just to trigger a download you have to be connected to a wi-fi network otherwise yeah. you put this up because i've seen people they bought a game they put the disc in their console they're not connected to Wi-Fi. They can't download the game because the game actually isn't on the disc. It's just, uh, it's like it makes the disc is just so that the down da- the like game the downloads. But yeah, yeah, the disc is just the key. So in even those cases, which is getting really common nowadays, you don't even own that game because all the co- digital content is on your system. It's not actually on the disc. Yeah. It also makes it easier for them then to prevent you from taking that disc and installing the same game on multiple consoles because that key that's on that disc, they'll know that you've used it already. And that's not something I really see yet, but I can definitely see it in the future, Uh especially with all like the password sharing, uh, like crackdowns that's been going on right now for streaming services. Yeah. I can totally see it where you buy a disc in the future for a, phys- a physical copy of a game, the key, you load it onto your console, you download the game, and then you take that disc to a different console and it says you can't download it because it's already been downloaded on another console. Yeah. 
I could 100% see that happening. I could totally 100% see that happening. And then, you know, they, and then you don't own the game still because it's still a digital copy of the game. So they could just take it away from you. Yeah. Yeah. God. I hate bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I hate corporations. Yeah. I do think they're. Talking more about pre-orders, I think there's certain franchises that people should not pre-order from. Yeah. Pokemon yeah. is a huge one. I don't yeah. think people should be pre-ordering Pokemon games because the last few have been so disappointing. I don't play Pokemon, but I hear about it all the time because mm. whenever a Pokemon game is really bad, that's all I see and all I hear from everybody around me. Um, And people will still pre-order them. Fucking the... EA sports games, stop buying them. It's the oh same game God. every year. Stop. They just changed the roster. <laughs> yeah. No, genuinely, like, holy. Stop Please buying stop them. so, like, these developers can't just, like, ride on the coattails or coattrails and just, like, coast through making the same game over and over again. It's... And Pokemon is just, like, there's like Pokemon does not have the spirit it used to have. Like it just does not feel like a Pokemon game anymore. I mean, I know the new DLC is supposed to be good for Violet and Scarlet, but the the actual game of Violet and Scarlet sucks. It's because it's, they keep pumping out a game like every what like two years or year yes, even. Yeah, it's like that's not enough time to make a good game, especially if you want to innovate and make a new Pokemon game or try to like advance the Pokemon series as a, in general. Like two, a year to two years is just not enough time. That is and, like a speed run. Yeah. It takes a long time to develop a game. And the, like they know that if they push out an unfinished game in a short period of time, people will buy it. Yeah. But if you really like they don't like they can still make a lot of money if they put time and effort into their games and take longer to develop. I'm thinking about GTA 6 has taken so long to develop. <laughs> yeah. That game is going to make so much money. Mm-hmm. Rockstar, that's like Rockstar's baby. And I know that they delayed starting it for a long time because they make so much money from GTA 5 and like shark mm-hmm. cards and stuff like that. And I think one of the reasons why they started development on 6 was because they started losing some of that momentum that they were getting with GTA 5. I know that they did start development a long time ago. I think it was like two years or something it's like a lazy development where they started but didn't really do anything they didn't really push it until i think they realized that they were losing momentum on gta 5 online which is where they make all their money yeah and they needed a new online game and honestly really disappointed that um red dead 2 online just flopped i don't think that was uh like players it was the company because they stopped updating the game they made it yeah. really hard to, like, the the fence, if you sold stuff, you'd get, like, barely any money. It was really hard to make money. Uh, they had very limited, like, cosmetics and stuff like that, and they just didn't update the game, and eventually they just gave up on it and ended up shutting the servers down. And I think the reason why is they probably were like, we're making GTA 6, so this doesn't really matter. Yeah. But also that... closed off a lot of games and branches in general just because they were like, GTA 5's are cash cow, like, we don't need anything else. Literally, Basically. they could literally... And I was like, okay. I think, honestly, they could... I mean, what other games has Rockstar made in recent years other than Red Dead and GTA? That's Midnight Club! I'm still mad about that. <laughs> Midnight Club was one of the best racing games, like, ever. Midnight Club LA was, like, peak 
everyone loved it everyone wanted more and then they were developing the next one and they were like sorry actually we're never gonna make the midnight club series again because we have gta 5 online and there's cars so go yeah, there and go like, there yeah and then yeah i saw it happen with red dead online and i was like oh so they're just gonna do this with, like everything but GTA. They're, I see. literally all they care about is gta that is their money maker yeah which i don't fully blame because it does make sense if you got if you got gta 5 online i mean that shit is crazy i wouldn't blame them for like putting all their eggs in one basket but like also fuck you because you <laughs> make good other games like genuinely you make good other games and i wish you would keep making those other games because people like them and people would play them and you're like ah oh, it's not worth it because we're just going to develop gta 5 online because it makes us the most money but i'm like you could still make money with other games please please we like your other games but it's what about what it's what is about making the most money yeah in the least they only amount see of it time as the charts they see it as numbers and charts and oh my god gta 5 makes us the most so it's it's not worth it to invest into another game even if it does make us money because it won't make us an, as much money yeah it's just a waste of time and it's like but we like it please i don't want to play gt5 online i fucking hate gt5 online i want to play something else nintendo was very smart because they make the exact same game twice and, <laughs> yeah. full price and never, for both never go on sale yeah it never is on sale <laughs> and that's and and atlas does i mean there is a difference between like every like every persona Three, four, and five all have like their royal or golden or whatever the fuck threes was. I don't remember. Um, and it does it makes the game better and it does add like a a lot of content. But mm -hmm. it should be a DLC. It should not be an entire new game that you have to pre-order and pay full price for. It should just mm. be a DLC. Especially with how expensive games are now too. They're very expensive and they're only going to get more expensive. Um, yeah. I like. The new AAA games aren't even $90 anymore. Like, I say that $90 is the base price for a AAA game. It's not really anymore. Usually, I'm more seeing around, like, if it's a... I don't know, like, I feel like a lot of the games that come out of the East, specifically, are more expensive. Like, Japan. Like, Nintendo and mm. Sega are making their games more expensive faster than western games are becoming more expensive i think um, yeah and i think i heard somewhere that like the base price is increasing again soon i think probably for AAA games and i like, believe Whoa. it i believe it i believe it. i remember when it was 50 dollars to buy a new call of duty game oh my god now it's expensive we were all like holy shit that's a lot but we yeah, were doing it 49.99 damn like i would Wild. do anything to go back to that oh my god yeah it's bad and especially if you live in any country outside of america it's worse for you because america has the cheapest game prices of i first world countries i i don't know what games cost in zimbabwe i can't speak for them but at least in australia canada and europe i know it's way more expensive yeah if your currency's fucked video game prices are fucked yes yeah and it's not a one-to-one <laughs> translation it's not like they are like okay so this game costs this much in usd so if we convert it based on the dollar rate they don't do that they they always charge more than what the conversion rate is they of always course. squeeze that extra like ten dollars out of you but of course that's how it works how they make it their is. money yeah it's yeah awful. people won't question it or they will, but they'll still buy it. It's kind of in the same vein. What did 
What are y'all's stances on like early access? I depends. It, it I depends. Like, there are I swear to God, I was so close to. Okay, so <laughs> have you guys heard of uh this fun fun game called Seven Days to Die? <laughs> sure. <laughs> lovely, yes. lovely game. I I've owned that game and I've played that game since like I want to say like 2015. Mm. And at <laughs> this game has been in early access since I think like 2014. Um, at TwitchCon, there was a Seven Days to Die bot, and they were announcing their putting it on console, and the devs were there. And oh my god, I was so close to going up to the devs and say, "How can you be porting this game to console when it's still in early access on Steam yeah. for like ten years?" Yeah. Yeah. I hate when they abuse the early... It's not an early access anymore. If you think that your game is sucks, you can't just use the early access tag. <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah, no, there's like a certain point where it's just not early access anymore. It's just it an should, unfinished game. Yeah. should be like, your game can only be in early access for this amount of time before we kick you out of the early access section. Because yeah. your game's not in early access anymore. I, if you're still developing the game, it doesn't mean that it's in early access. You can have a fully released game and still be working on it. Like it's No Man's patches. Sky did that. Yeah, it's yeah. called patches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called updates. It's called DLC. It doesn't need to be in early access anymore. If you are put, your game's just bad. I don't know what to tell you. I've played it multiple <laughs> times, and every time I'm like, "Why am I playing this game? It sucks." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where the line's drawn for me is like early access is fine if it's used properly and the game genuinely is early access and they like either it's a, like a demo or, you know, it's ready enough where people are willing to play it. And it's it's delivering what it should be as an early access game, you know, um, but having early, I've seen this as a trend with a lot of games too. having early access for like years and years and years is just. It's, it's indie companies that do it. Triple A companies usually don't do that. Yeah, because they just release an unfinished they game. They just release like the unfinished dollars, game. $80, $90. Yeah, yeah and then it's maybe patch So it, it is later. indie. Yeah, right. See, it's that's what indie, indie devs should be doing do is it. like, sure, you can release it as early access at the beginning, but like there's a certain point where it just stops being, well, the, the point, it, literally it's in the name early. It's not early anymore when it's been early access for fucking 10 years. That's not Yeah, early. it's late access now, It's bitch. late access <laughs> now, shit. No, right. Like, just release it as early access, and then at a certain point, you're going to have to convert it over to a full release game that has patches coming out and will be updating regularly and delivering content to make it better. Like, that is that is what it is. You can't just be like, oh, it's early access and keep it there until the end of fucking time. It's not early access anymore. People have had access since the early access. It is now just normal access. <laughs> um, and that happens so much. I, it's, once again, it's indie devs because it, it, AAA titles are shameless and they'll just drop a shit game and be like, woo, buy it, full price. Um, and I get indie devs got to do what they got to do, but like, come on, you got to learn at some point that it's not really access anymore and people are going to be like, what the fuck, dude, is your game ever going to be finished? I'd rather just finish it and say it's done and then I'm going to patch it and then update it continually because then people are like, okay, so the game's ready and it's going to be updated. As most support. indie games are. 
Yeah, understand. right. Like there's going to be support ongoing. Like say that instead. Oh, it's it's an early access game, but soon we'll move into full full access, and then it'll be supported for the next yeah. like however many years. It's just called continual development. Like you yeah, don't have it happens to call all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why indie devs are so scared. Once again, not all, but there's a few. I've seen a few games that are still early access, and they've been early access for fucking years and years and years. I'm like, I don't know why you're so scared of just releasing the game. And just saying it has a continuous development. You know, it's continually continually updated regularly. Like, it's there's no shame in doing that. People would actually probably like that more if they had something that was considered a finished game that has updates rather than an early access game that has updates. Because it feels like one is incomplete and one is complete but getting more complete by the minute. I fully will avoid purchasing games on Steam. As soon as I see the early access tag, I'm like, no. Cause I've no, I've I, there's too many. There's too many games that are yeah. like, oh yeah, we're in early access, and they're it's like seven years later, and I'm like, you're not in early access anymore. So any game yeah. I see that says early access, I'm like, I'm not gonna buy this game until it's in like it's out of early access because I don't, I'm tired of like I don't want to buy another unfinished game that's gonna be in early access for like ten years and get updates yeah. once every six months. Yeah. Yeah, it's being used as a cop-out now a lot, too. It's like an excuse to drop an unfinished game because you just want to get a game out there and make some money off of it or something or, or get your name out there, which I understand, but, like, early you can't access. just start dropping unfinished games and being like, early access? Like, what happened to finishing your games before releasing them? I know certain situations call for early access, but, like, not every single game that is produced needs to be early access like we need to stop oh my god please start releasing finished games i mean once again i know there is still games being released finished especially by indie devs there's still fully finished games that get released but i see it more and more and more early access early access early access early access stop stop please we do not need every single game that comes out to be early access we don't need this we do not need the early access finish your game and we will play it just push back your release date if you really need to. Like, right. it, the people that want to buy the game will still buy it if the release date is pushed back. The only people that won't buy it anymore weren't that invested to begin with. Yeah, they and were like the hyper mm -hmm. hype. They will like be there will be temporary anger and frustration at you pushing back the date, but it's not gonna I think it I don't know what the statistics are on it, but I'm sure that it does not affect the sales of a game. Unless you are continuously pushing back for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. yeah. In which case, you announced the release of your game way too early, and that's on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that early access is stupid, and it should not exist. I think that demos are great, because it's a chunk of the game that you get to play before you purchase the actual game for free, so you can tell if you actually are going to yeah. like the game. I think demos are great. They're like because they're released before the game is out, so you still have the opportunity to pre-order the game if you really like the demo. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the fence about a game, it gives you the option to like, you know, get a taste of it before you actually commit. Especially with AAA games, I think that it should be. And I like that Yakuza games have demos for every single Yakuza game. There's a demo beforehand. I think that that should be. For like every AAA game, because it is a commitment to buy a AAA game. They are expensive. You, I think that yeah. every AAA game should have a demo so that they can showcase what is going to be in the game. Because I swear to God, I, Hideo Kojima, I love you, but oh my God, you are so vague about the games that you're releasing <laughs> that mm -hmm. it makes it really hard for people 
to know what it is they're buying. I love Death Stranding. The number of people that pre-ordered it because it was a Hideo Kojima title and they were like, oh yeah, he makes great games and then hated it because it's a walking simulator. I love that. So many people were so disappointed because they were like, this game is terrible. That's the kind of game that you need to put out a demo beforehand. Yeah, I'm yeah. I fully agree with that. And I'm I'm really glad we agree because I was ready to be like, and I hold up here, who's defending early access. I do think it has a place, but I think that place is like the patch before release. Yes. Yeah. Because if yeah, you yeah, do yeah. like, okay, well, we have one more thing we're gonna add in here, just basically the end, and then we're done. You can do like early access at like a maybe like a little discount, like a little five percent. Like, hey, you want in early right here? We're just gonna add in this last part and we're done. Like in a week or so, month or so at most. Yeah, because and then I see that. then you're like, all right, well, it has because you're not really gonna get a game just based on screenshots. You're gonna read like, well, what is it? Okay, it's this genre. All right, well, kind of what's the story? Well, it's this. Sure, I'll get it. You're gonna get it anyway. And if not, most most companies now have a refund for it and you can generally tell within the first two hours if you're not gripped in the first two hours at least of something of like i want to know what the story is or i want to play the gameplay two hours is pretty good time and that's yeah that's why steam's refund policy is two hours yeah that's why it's just like that's fine i because i honestly I hate early access. I did buy an early access game last week just because it. the next update is the release, but it only has one guy who's working on it and doing everything, so he's going a little slow. But the game has, like, everything I wanted anyway. It literally has all the way through to the end game. He's just adding in, like, different sprites or different art or different random things that's like well that's nice to have but it's not really affecting my core gameplay yeah and i I think that's the way to do it like his main everything main is there the whole the meat of the game is there all that's left is like well this is just some nice little things to have yes yeah i think early i agree can be used well and i think it can be used at, to the benefit of game developers, indie game developers, I've seen before people offer early access to like their Patreon for a game. Yeah, and that's a really smart way to make money. First of all, as a game developer, but I, it's you have to actually like it has to be proper early access or demo for your game. You can't just be like, oh yeah, this is the early access of the game. It's literally just an unfinished game. I'll get around to updating it at some point, and then it's early access for like seven years. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. If you, well, it just kind of feels like a spit in the face sometimes too. I know there's a oh, there's a space game. Fuck, I forgot the name of it. Uh, there's a space game that's also been early access and has like had the most like uh crowdfunded like amount of like money made for a game like there's been so much money put in by like the the fans and the supporters of this game and this game has been in early access for once again like seven fucking years and i know people are getting mad because i mean it's a good game it's a very good game um people love it and it should be just released fully but people are mad because they're like where's all this money going like, they're obviously developing this game, but why is it still early access if this game has that much funding behind it? Like, why is this still an early access game? It just doesn't 
it's such a cop out. It's such a cop out, and it's I I I agree with like giving your supporters the early access and giving a giving the uh, not finished. Oh hey, like you said, Wesley, like a week before, like the game's almost finished, but you get a little early. The main game is there, like access. the only thing. Right, like it's not broken. Yeah, like not like. Okay, well, I'm gonna start this game. Well, I can't do eighty percent the content, but I can do this one thing. It's like, no, nah, that's that's not good, man. You gotta add more. Like I can mm. play from beginning to end, and right. all I'm missing and out on is a couple much things. And balance, like, well, broken. Yeah, it's like it's a little unbalanced, but you know what? That's okay because it swings heavily both ways. So now it's more just a testament of your skill. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, beat yeah. that shit when it was in the hardest game mode. Right, because they probably will do some tweaks and changes, especially because they'll probably get feedback in that little like early access period of like all the supporters that are like, hey, so this and this. And they're like, okay, thank you. Like we have a week left or like however long left in development. We will fix those or change those or tweak those. And, mm -hmm. like, and then the game will be good. Literally next patch is full release. All right. Yeah. Everything's there that I think I'm going to want. So might as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The longer then, you're in early access to the like the more risk you have of people abandoning your game yeah let, let yeah, us yeah, yeah which has been happening a... with this game it's like seven years of like the most funding ever and people once again it's a very good game from what i've heard and people love it but like a lot of people are very skeptical about it because it's like how is this game still early access and how how has it been early access so long i know it's a big game they're making and they're they're not a triple a title but like there's a certain point where it stops being early access and it's a full game that's just being updated and still funded and still supported by the supporters and everything. But like, it's just not early access anymore. And I, I just hate it. It's so it's, it's it's like an annoying little trend in the, the gaming scene that all these indie devs think early access is like a pass. Yeah. To have like shit games or a pass to like have to problems slow. with their games and update them and be slow. And I'm like, you can you can do that without being early access. You know, like, you can still have a game that has bugs and shit without early access, and you can still fix it without it being early access, and no one's going to get mad at you. Or if they do, then that's on them, because games aren't going to be perfect. Yeah, they weren't really going to be your audience anyway. Yeah. Let us yeah, remember yeah, yeah. Uh, Yandere Simulator. Oh my god, that's another one! Jesus! <laughs> oh my god, I, I also heard about the coding in that game. It's, I'm not shocked, because yes. the guy's a fucking idiot, but, like, the coding was just so... Yes. He had the opportunity Lustered. to because uh, um, Tiny Dev partnered with him. He had the opportunity to to finish the game, fully release it, charge, but like probably fifty bucks, probably even sixty bucks, and people would buy it because there's a lot of hype around that game. Yeah, and he could have made a lot of money on it, um, but he was coasting on his Patreon donations, and he mm -hmm. was like not putting the time and effort that he should have been he was like not he didn't have a job and yet he took so long to put updates into the game and pushed away any other developers that were willing to work on the game and then got involved in a bunch of controversy i remember when a guy made the entire game that he had made spent like six years developing a guy made it in like a month like remade yeah. the entire game in a month and yonder dev was so upset and it's like Dude, you are wasting your time like doing other things when you should be working on this game. And people are getting really upset. Less and less people are going to be willing to actually buy this game when you eventually release it. And then there was a bunch of controversy 
around him and he ended up getting canceled for good reason and all mm-hmm. his patreons pulled their support now he's ne- and he then he announced that he was canceling the game and now he probably had to get a real job and yeah. not and stop living in his parents yeah. basement <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to make a better version of that game because I know someone out there will. Oh, absolutely. And it's like... And they're going to make it good. Totally. You could absolutely make a better version of that game. That's less creepy, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not made by a freak. Yeah. I... Yeah. And that's why I'm like... I try not to pre-order games. I do for certain companies like Wesley does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the like certain I, ones you know you're gonna do anyway. Yeah, it's like like Persona games. I'm always I'm gonna play them always every time. So I'm probably always gonna pre-order Persona games, and I have FOMO with like the extra DLC, so I like always <laughs> get it. Um, uh, I'm like looking at my closet. I have every pre-order for every iteration of Persona Five that's come out, and Persona oh, Three my God. is on the way. Goddamn. <laughs> respect um, yeah i did that with like racing games i don't do that anymore though because i used to i used to pre-order uh like forza horizon and forza games but like force has been missing a lot recently a lot of their new games like the last like three or four have just been like dog shit or not even like dog shit they're like okay games but they're nowhere near what they used to be they're like gentrified fucking cash grabs yeah. So I just don't do that anymore because they're so expensive too that I, 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 the last two Forza Horizon games, four and five, are the same game, just like slightly reskinned. Yeah. And I'm not paying tough. like the extra. Well, I bought it. I did buy it eventually because I wanted to play it. Uh, and it was okay, but it was the same game as four. And like I was not going to pre order that because I already owned the fucking game. So I waited till it went on sale and I bought it. <laughs> yeah. And that's the way to do it, really. Uh, yeah. If you, if you have a PC, especially like every game ever is gonna go on sale, and for like a pretty yeah. decent price. So yeah, yeah. if you're on the fence about a game and you don't care about playing it in like the first week of release, like I pre-ordered Persona Three Reload. I it released yesterday, and so it's I've had to like not go on Twitter because I'm trying to avoid spoilers because I've Ooh, never actually yeah. played the base game. But it's not coming until the 8th. I'm going to Vegas for the week following that. So I'm not actually going to play it until like the week after that. Fully, oh. I could have just not pre-ordered the game probably. But I'm an <laughs> Atlas cuck. And I do enjoy Persona games a lot. Even the Persona 5 spinoffs of which there are... There's Many. two. And then there's the Colosseum like, arena one, which I don't like fighting games, so I did not buy that one. Mm. The dancing one, I'm really bad at rhythm games. I did not buy that one. So, hey, at least I have some self-control. Uh, and the mobile game I would never, ever play. Um, but, like, Tactica and Strikers, I thought were really good. And I get that they, like, don't want to make six because they already have pre-established characters that they can just use mm. instead of having to redesign, like, an entire new game with an entire new storyline. I get it. It's more expensive and it's more work, but eventually they're going to have to. You can only make so many Persona 5 spin-offs before you run out yeah. of content cuz they're trying to like keep a canon timeline, but it's already sort of gotten fucked up with like the DLC for um Tactica because it brings two characters together that shouldn't exist at the same time. Oh. And so like they've already kind of fucked it up and like they can't there's nowhere else to sh- 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 like shove a game in. There's nowhere else that they can put a game in the timeline unless they want to make a new canon. So, I don't know what they're going to do. Next. 
I guess we'll see. Oh my god, are they gonna make spinoffs of Persona 3 now? <laughs> oh my, I totally would not put it past them at all. No, I'm expecting it now. Waiting for it. Yeah. Nothing I, but spinoffs. Yeah. Of course. It's just yeah. easier to do because you don't have to make up a new... You don't have to make new characters. If it's a... um, Like, for example, Yakuza games are famous for, like... They have their own engine, so they reuse assets like nobody's business. Every mainline Yakuza game has taken place in the same map. Like, the same, like, three maps for every game. And it's really a smart move on their end because it doesn't feel like the same game every time like it is a new story there are new characters but they're still able to reuse assets in a smart way that cuts their costs like significantly which is really smart but i hate when games are like like they're just it's just the same game like you're just ma you just made the same game again <laughs> like yeah they do, like they do with the fucking like uh nhl games every year it's just the same game yeah yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I do. I think people should definitely be cautious with their pre-orders. I think people are too pre-order happy, and I get the FOMO. Like you want the extra stuff that comes with the pre-order, because I'm totally like that too. But I feel like ninety-nine percent of the time, those things are available as a day one DLC, anyways. Yeah. Usually the only things that um aren't available after the fact and the reason why I typically always pre-order Persona games is they come with a box with a bunch of shit in it. And so I want all the shit even though I leave it in the box and never look at it. I just want <laughs> to have it <laughs> so that I can have as I say that I have it. Uh and it just takes up space and collects dust, but I'm like look at this special box I have with the fucking soundtrack and art book in it. <laughs> Never gonna look at. But yeah, I'm part of the problem. That's fair. Only for you. one, at least only one game company. Yeah, least. I was gonna say at least it's manageable. At least it's like only Persona games specifically and I'm not like that with anything else because That's true. Some people pre-order like everything and like, oh my god, dude, you're crazy. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a level of faith I don't have in anything. All right. After pre-ordering Cyberpunk, I'm never pre-ordering a fucking game again. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love Cyberpunk now, and I loved it when I played it as much as it was shit not it was delivered. But <laughs> I will never pre-order a game <laughs> like that ever again. Oh, my God. It is a risk to pre-order indie games specifically because at least with like, like with Persona, it's like you know what you're getting. NHL, NBA, whatever. You yeah. Know what you know what you're getting. You know what you to expect. But, for example, I pre-ordered Stray, and that's probably the only indie game I've ever pre-ordered ever. And that was a risk, because that game could have been terrible. <laughs> but it was really good, and I'm glad that I pre-ordered it, because it was a really, really good game. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you definitely take a risk, and... I know a lot of indie games don't even have pre-order av available. They're just like, yeah, our game gets released on this date. Buy it on yeah. this date. You can wishlist it in advance, but you don't pre-order it. Um, which I don't think, you know, like, it's a risk to pre-order indie games specifically in advance because you don't know what to expect on fucking Nintendo games, apparently. Uh, so... I like that if there's not the option, I don't have to consider it. 
and be like, do I should I pre-order this game? Yeah. Because it's not even an option, so I'm like, okay, I'll just buy it on release. But, yeah. I think... Yeah. I don't even know if pre-ordering... How long has pre-ordering really been around? I know it's been around for a long time. Uh, um... I feel like it must have been like late two thousands when that. Sort I feel of like started it started becoming, becoming a thing. thing. I don't know, actually. It's no, we had it in the nineties. It's been around a very, very. Yeah, and it is the norm. Like, pretty much. I mean, well, every AAA game ever will have a pre-order, and lots of indie games now too are having pre-orders. And I, yeah. I get why, because you're securing people's money in advance, and that's what you want, especially if your game is bad. Uh, <laughs> because once people start talking about how shit it is, then people aren't going to buy it anymore. Yeah. It won't matter if they pre-ordered it, because you already have their money. Yeah. Definitely. Gamers, just be careful. If you're pre-ordering games... For the love of God, stop pre-ordering Pokemon games. I'm literally begging you, like, don't yes, do it. Yes, please. Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> please, like, make sure they, like... Stop buying their games so they know they should bake better. There's games. no reason. I'm pretty. Don't. Do you even get bonus content when you pre-order a Pokemon game? No. No, I didn't oh, think, I don't so. think so. You just get the game. Just buy it. <laughs> like two days after its release, wait for the people who are schmucks and did pre-order it. Wait for them to tell you whether it's good or not, and then buy it. You don't get any extras if you pre-order it. So what's even the point? There isn't. Not. There's not a reason. It's because they're a cult. Pretty much the only reason why I pre-order games, and by games I mean just Persona because I don't pre-order literally anything else, is so I can get the extra content. For me, it's yeah. not worth it to pre-order something unless it comes with something extra because what's the point? I'll just buy it on release day or wait for it to go on sale. If I really want to play it in a, like uh, the day of release, I'll just buy it on release day. Yeah. I feel like the whole point of pre-orders is so that you should get a bonus or something. Because right, or like discount, or like something. Yeah. It offers something, something that you don't get just by buying it. It should, because yeah. there, there should be incentive. Like, you're asking me to pay for a game before I even have it? You're asking yeah, like, a lot. What am I get you should be offering me something. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I think that pre-orders that don't give you bonuses are dumb. I you don't know why. something, pre-ordering a Pokemon game is kind of fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's Pokemon. <laughs> like, how fucking different is it going to be from the rest of the games? Like, why are you pre-ordering this? I do like that, like I said, pre-orders now are way different than they used to be, like like pre-order bonuses. Before, it's like you get the Steelbook edition. Now it's like you get this giant box with like a really cool figurine and you get a jacket and you get like an art book. And I'm glad that pre-orders are so extravagant now because I like things and I am like like to collect things. But it also means that they're significantly more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes them uh I do I like Persona has the option of the digital and physical, so there you can get the same in-game content if you pre-order the digital version as opposed to like the really fancy physical version, which is nice. But some games won't like the only way you can get the special in-game stuff is if you pre-order the big physical version. Hello. 
That's my persona text message. Oh. <laughs> my mom asking me if I'm coming for something. Well, that's I, the text. It's like end of the episode. <laughs> time for food. Right. Episode's over. It's On time theme for, too. Time for supper. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, interested to see the what? Who is going to be the first one? to do the disc thing where you can only download it on one console and then you can't download it anymore. Yeah. Someone's you know, going to it and it's, it's going to be soon. And I'm going to be Microsoft. I was going to say, uh, my maybe, money's on Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting to see what the first company is. Cause we've slowly started moving away from physical copies of things. Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, maybe uh, why they make pre-order physical pre-orders so extravagant now, because it has to be worth it for them. To even yeah. make a physical copy of the game anymore. Anyways, uh, I'm going to call Arva the winner for this one because he talked more, and that's the only thing I know <laughs> about this episode. Oh. Oh, shit! You know what? Yeah, it sucks having to do one episode and then another one the next day. There's no time to think of anything. That's okay. I I think I have some lists of coming of stuff I can talk about. And I think yeah. this episode actually sparked some conversations that I might want to talk about. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Give a winner's speech. Um stop fucking putting your games in early access for like years. Yeah. Stop abusing the early access system, please. Uh early access can be a useful tool if used properly. But I think it literally is like one percent fucking success rate of using of using <laughs> it properly. Like it's never used properly. It is used as a cop out. Please, I know you're an indie dev. Don't shoot yourself in the foot by making your game fucking early access for like seven years. People hate that. <laughs> People hate that because they feel like they've wasted their time and money. Questy, use your speech. Honestly, more or less the same. If you're going to use early access, no more than one year. That's like the limit. Like, I'm willing to be like, all right, it was an early access for a year. They were putting in the ending. The other parts of the games are in there. It's fine. Mm. That way, mm. it's not like multi-year. That, that's kind of my limits. Like, if it's in early access for a year, okay, you better release it and it better be finished. Like, that yeah. better be it. You can yeah. do additional updates, DLC, whatever, but I want the full game and everything that was promised in that 1.0 update within a year. Other than that, yeah. stop pre-ordering everything. Actually yeah. pay attention to what you're buying and stop buying the clones that are the exact same thing as they were every other year. Don't buy both Pokemon games. You don't need both of them. They're no. the same game. It's the right. same game. <laughs> Get like, like one. I'm sure you have a friend that has the other version, or like a sibling, Literally. or someone. Like you can find someone with the other version if you really want to get those like version exclusive Pokemon. Yeah, you can trade. There's online. Yeah. Or just pirate it. And... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Arg, you know. Yar. Yarg. Okay. Well, congratulations, Arva, for talking. Um, that's <laughs> 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 how you want this episode. Oh, oh man, I shut up. I'm coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Persona 3 is calling.
Nah, Persona 5 text tone. I wish it was Persona 3. Oh, it was it Persona 5? Oh, I see. I wish it was a Persona 3 delivery. That'd be nice. Maybe soon. So expensive. How much? I think it was like... I can tell you how much I paid for the Persona 3 Reloads. I think it's the Aegis edition. It comes with like a figure, art book, soundtrack, some other shit in a box that I'm never going to take out. And then you get all the in-game goodies. Mm. I had to pay in USD, so it'll be a little bit more expensive than if I bought it in Canada, but it was sold out in Canada. Oh, man. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. Might have been it slightly better. Was... I know the conversion still kills it, but it might have been slightly cheaper. <laughs> Any guesses, boys? 120 Canadian. I can tell you what was in it. Like, hold on. Um... He has to say, like, any extra, like, what came with it. Okay, Persona 3 Reload, Aegis Edition. I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm sorry if anybody is watching this and they're like, oh my god, your idiot doesn't know how to say it. <laughs> uh, comes with a figure. It comes with uh, the soundtrack. It comes with... What else? Can I, like, make the picture bigger? I'm blind. It comes with base game. It comes with the Persona 3 Reload DLC pack voucher, which includes all DLC available at launch, which I think includes, like, extra personas, uh, costumes, that kind of thing, and an art book. I'm going... And a, it comes in a box. I'm going to say 250 Okay. Uh, I'm going yeah, to raise my price a bit. I'm going to say one. 60. I think it would have been 250 if I was able to get it in Canada. It's three at $300. God damn. Oh! Probably that, I mean, that includes shipping and conversion rates. So it probably would have been about 250 if I were able to get it in Canada. Ugh. God damn. Jesus Christ. Which for some DLC, an art book, soundtrack CD, and a figure. Plus the game itself, which I think base game was like 90 bucks, is pretty overpriced. Very overpriced. Still That's bought wild. it. It's like, I'm a cuck. I, I won't <laughs> deny the fact that I'm a loser, Atlas scumbag, and I'm part of the problem. But hey, at least I limit it to only one company. If you're yeah. going to be like me, only pick one because... <laughs> Otherwise, it's expensive. It's a good thing Atlas only puts out a game every like ten years, <laughs> except for they put out like three in a row in the last two years. So I'm poor now. They said surprise. Well, it's because they had their what was it fifteenth anniversary, I think. So they did. That's why I knew they were gonna remake Persona Three Reload was because they were like, oh, we have a big announcement at the end of the year. And I was like, it's Persona Three Reload. I know it is. And it was. Set. Women are always right. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Um, stop buying Pokemon games. Smile. Yeah. Yeah. Join us next week. Arva will be hosting with his really thought out, elaborate game show that he's going to do, right? The silence is right. deafening. <laughs> I don't like process. You're like typing as I'm talking to you. 
I'm like Googling things. Topics, topics, podcast topics. topics. Podcast topics. <laughs> Interesting podcast topics. Not overused <laughs> topics. <laughs> Unique topics to make people like News me. in gaming today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come up with something. Uh, I don't think I'll be gaming again, but I might be. Maybe. I don't know if we'll double up, though. You'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, you can follow me, uh, Fair the Bat, on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Westy is WestyHCC everywhere on the planet. Arva is Arva underscore 69 on Twitter. And Arva everywhere else. Mm. Um, sadly. Sadly. One day. One Thank day. you guys so much for listening, and we will see you or I guess talk to you next week. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.